this show would not be complete without him fucking up. The last episode of 2020, and he already hitting the wrong buttons. If that is not on brand, y'all. Congratulations. You played yourself. <laughs> if that is not on brand for 2020. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. This is the last episode of Chloe Across America for the year 2020, um, the year of Beyonce. And I am so glad that I'm joined this evening by some of my dearest friends who were voted by y'all, y'all who came into the DMs. I listen to the people. I'm a woman of the people. Chloe Across America. That's the whole point of the show, to hear y'all and reflect what y'all want and a nice, lively chit-chat talk show conversation format. So our guests tonight are incredible. I have so many things that we're going to talk about. We are talking about not just some stuff that happened this week, but like things that we felt like were big trends over the year. Um, if you have things that you felt like were things that we really need to remember or lay to rest for 2020, please let us know in the comments. But before we get to that, I have a personal announcement. That's right. Many of you have already voted and helped this book of mine get to the finals. Again, Tim fucking up. Come on, Tim, get it together. There you go. All right. Um, I have made it to the finals. And so you can vote. You can vote. If you've already voted, keep voting. Uh, you can vote for my book, Fuck Your Diet. It is a finalist for the Goodreads Choice Awards for Best Humor Book of 2020. I greatly appreciate all uh, all of y'all who voted. Um, you can vote. Voting is open to November 30th. So you got plenty of time to tell a friend to tell a friend. All right. That's uh, about me. Let me get that the way. All right. I don't want to hold the show up another second. All right. This evening, we are joined by an all-star panel of comedians who are going to help me roast this year that was 2020. First and foremost, I need to bring to the stage i.e. the screen. Um, once a comedian host, always a host. I have to bring to the screen my dear friend, uh, Monroe Martin. Welcome to the show, Monroe. Hey. What are you drinking? <laughs> Water. <laughs> How are you doing, Monroe? I'm wild. I'm well. What's up with you? How are you? I'm doing good. Your hair looks nice. Oh, thank you. I just got it. I just got it cut. I'm I shaved off the sides more. Oh, for so you back to going to the salon during the pandemic? No, I've only actually gone twice. I've gone mm. at uh, like before the show started. So that was June. So before June, I cut my hair off because I was like, I can't be styling no hair during no pandemic. And yeah. I've grown it out since then. And then I just went back this past weekend to get it cut and my color deepened because, you know, it was, you know, you know, you got to do. I go to the I go to the hair salon like twice a year, honestly, for real. Yeah. Um, and other than that, I just do upkeep in the middle. But that's it. How are you doing? What was the last time you went to the barbershop? Uh, like two, three weeks ago. Really? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I don't try not to go to the barbershop that much, especially like during this time, because barbers like overdo it. Like, because now they have to do the gun shit, and they act like they actually know what the proper body temperature is, and niggas want to turn into scientists and medics. I and love. Shit. I love how you're such a, a nigga. You had to say gun shit. You mean the the thermometer? The, trigger, the thermometer. So I'm like, look, I don't need that. My wife. Yeah, you have one too. You going around zapping people? No, I mean my mother got me one. See, I love my mother. My mother be buying stuff on Instagram, and mm -hmm. so she'll whatever she buy off Instagram, she gets two of them. And so I always get whatever she got. So she just was like, I got you one of those like thermometer. That's pistols. so funny. M Michelle got one too. My wife and like. She's 96.4. never used it. 
Yeah. I run a I run a lower, like my temperature is a little bit warm, uh, cooler than I think it's, it's supposed to be like 98, 97. My shit is always below it. Yeah, I know. It's a mess. I don't know. I just know the barbershops are never accurate. And they're like, oh, you 91, dog. I was like, I'm dead then. Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> um, are you excited for this episode of Roasting 2020? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm always um, excited to be on this show. Oh, that's so sweet of you. And I'm so glad that you were here because you had a bumpy year too, but you made it through. You want to mm-hmm. tell people what, what how 2020 came for you? What do you mean? You just want me to talk about having my face broke? No, my I just face. want, oh. I want you, I mean, you've talked about it, but I mean, that was a monumental moment for, I'm asking oh, yeah, everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. on the show. I got my, my face broke during the pandemic. I was on my scooter, my scooter broke, and then I went flying and I smashed my face on the guardrail, but all I have is this scar left thanks to my wife because they hired a plastic surgeon instead of like just like somebody to cut up my face and like put like the nails and shit in there, the screws and the metal plates. So they had yeah. a plastic surgeon go through my mouth, go through my eye and then make a decision right here. See, and you're the, not alone. Carla yeah. said she had a scooter accident too. Yeah, listen, people out here with these they scooters. Scooters. These scooters, these scooters, even the Rebel, the motorbikes, listen, it's not for everybody. So, you know, you got to walk. You oh, walk. I was reckless with the Rebel, though. I ain't gonna lie. My, my account got suspended because I was riding around Prospect Park with Derek and Becky. And you were in support? I told y'all no. I told y'all no. <laughs> You're not supposed to ride in the park. Like, once it hits the green, it's an mm. automatic suspension. And I didn't know that. I was just like, oh, this is a bike path. And I'm just cruising around for like 30 minutes. We And, and as soon as I turned it off, they're like, your account has been suspended indefinitely. Yeah. And then I called and tried to like be like, hey, uh, it was a mistake. And I can't be like, oh, it wasn't me. It was somebody else. Because that's the same punishment. Like you can't have somebody else using your account. And so. first of all, you don't think they have a camera pointed on your big ass going around Prospect Park? No, but you know niggas always think they can get away with some shit. A mess. All right. I'm so glad you're here. All right. And I want to bring on our next guest, our all-star, voters' choice, people picked the panelists this evening. Please welcome to the show my dear friend from the... She's not from the West Coast, but she's on the West Coast. That goes to show you how how national Chloe Across America is. Coming all the way live from her living room in Los Angeles. Please welcome Zainab Johnson. Hey. Hey. What up? (laughs) Monroe, you know when you... Hey, Chloe. Thanks for having me on. Monroe, when you said the the temperature thing... First of all, you said gun. And then, Chloe, you said pistol. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I don't know. I mean, when you really hold it up, it really does feel like... But can you know what's so crazy about that? If if you're asymptomatic, you're not going to have a fever, right? Because that's a symptom. Yeah. So it's kind of like counterproductive, I think. But people think that they know everything. And I'm just like, go ahead, scan me. I just want to get my hair cut. Yeah. That's yeah. the world we live in now. I went to uh, I went to an Asian restaurant and they just had a thing mounted to the wall and they was like, go ahead, scan yourself. So you had, and I'm tall, so I had to just go to the wall and like get zapped <laughs> oh. at the wall. Oh, I had to do that like at the Four Seasons the other day. You have to just go to like a iPad on a wall and then scan yourself. And they answer questions. They say answer all the questions. No, but it's like, 
I told the truth. I was like, yeah, I actually have been traveling. And then the girl that I was with, y'all know Amina. I was with Amina. And Amina mm-hmm. was like, oh, girl, you telling the truth? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh we never going to get COVID under control. You don't even never. tell the truth about where you're going. Um, uh, Zainab, I'll ask you the same question. Um, what was a big thing that happened to you this year? Good or, you know, did you break your face? I thank God I didn't break my face. Um, <laughs> but I'm so happy that Monroe said what he said because he was like, your wife got you. First of all, thank yeah. God for wives, right? Yeah. But second, he said that she had to hire a um, plastic surgeon because, you know, Grey's Anatomy will have you thinking Jesse Williams coming in for everybody, mm-hmm. no matter what. Like, they don't ask insurance. They just like, we going to give you all the best care, the best mm-hmm. surgeries. Or, and it don't really work like that in hospital. Not at all. They were ready to cut me up. And she's like, is that someone else? that could do this and they were like well there's a plastic surgeon but it's going to take two days and she's like we'll wait yeah i'm so my monroe i am so 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 Uh, i think i'm gonna let this (laughs) marriage go (laughs) see guys (laughs) um what was big for me this year um or something i did i I guess i could stay in the same vein is um monroe i decided to freeze my eggs and i did that this year good shit good yeah, yeah. Oh, big news. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. I don't know if it's big news, but I mean, you know what it is? I think whenever you decide to put yourself first and really plan ahead, like I think that is a big commitment to yourself to mm-hmm. say that I want to do something for my future, which needs to be taken care of now versus being like, oh, I don't know what to do, you know? So yeah, what? that's why I'm wearing maternity dresses. I got Shut them up. all on deck. Plus, you gotta meet a dude that's like Who's good enough for you to take them eggs out the freezer? That too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that too. That too. <laughs> that is true. Brooke says freeze them eggs until we figure out what the fuck is going on in this country. Right. Facts. Well, them, I was actually scared, Brooke, to be honest with you, because this is the handmade sale. They find out that I froze my eggs, they're going to come after me, Mm-mm. you know, depending on if we enter Gilead or not. That's a handmaid's tail reference. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lord, I hope not. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, all right. And our last guest this evening is also a voters, voters' choice all-star. Please welcome to the screen, Mr. Mateo Lane. I made it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I also froze my eggs. Um, Shut up. <laughs> it was a hard decision to make, but you know, but someone had to do it. Hi, y'all. How's everyone well, doing? What's up, um, so we have a follow-up hey, question. Do you so so Zainab? For those who are watching, because I'm sure you know this of uh, p- Planned Parenthood, like legit planning parenthood people have a question about the freezing of the eggs do you pay to defrost them like what is the pay pro not like numbers but like what is this process of like saying i'm ready to take these eggs out well yeah you do have to you don't have to actually pray play, pay for it to actually defrost them but you will have to pay for in vitro which is putting the eggs back in your body if you so choose mm. you'll have to pay for that the implantation you'll have to pay for yeah it's, it's pricey, everyone. And it's probably the reason why ain't nobody just volunteering it because they know a lot of people don't um, don't have the money for it. And it's I not only covered know. by health care? Huh? It's not covered by health care, right? It's like- This woman elective- I know this- No, well, yeah. So for me, I have, I feel like I have pretty good insurance. Mm -hmm. I have SAG insurance um, and it's not covered like at all. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and but I know an executive at Facebook at Facebook TV, and it, her all of hers were covered. Mm. This is I only know about this because Celine Celine Dion did this when her and her father were having kids. And did you um, say her? Did you say her and her father? I said what her? I said. So okay. she, <laughs> you know what it is. You know what it is. Called? We didn't understand what he said. <laughs> <laughs> well, because yeah, she was like, it was a miracle. It was miracle for me. And I was like, it was a $70,000 miracle. Also, yeah. it's like I bought tickets to go see Janet Jackson, me and Michelle Buteau. And then she, oopsie daisy, got pregnant. I was like, nah, you didn't oopsie daisy anything. That was a very expensive oopsie daisy pregnancy. And then yeah. we saw her two years later and she was great. But, no, you know, Jan, like, I'm so sorry. At fifty, got preg- at, at, 50. <laughs> at fifty, I was like, "Come on, just say it." Your billionaire husband paid for it. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> All right, folks, let's get into these topics to kind of round down twenty twenty, the year that was. Um, first up, starting today, there was an incredibly absurd press conference held by former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Oh. And if you didn't think he was lying, his body was telling on himself. Look what his hair did to him. Nevada and Arizona. We more than double. Just lying. Lying his Beijing off his head. This you, dripping everywhere. You <laughs> got to be lying. You got, I mean, like, even your body was like, we give up. We just can't. Like, he's lying. So basically what, what he's saying is most of the lawyers who were currently, who were hired by the Trump administration to defend this election results quit. Or they was like, we rescind the lawsuit because there's no real fraud. But right. Rudy Giuliani was like, hold on, wait a minute. Pay me 20000 I'm going to spray my hair. And we're going to go up there and say some hot shit. And Remember that's those what infomercials did. in the 90s where they would just spray their hair and they're like, look, now it doesn't look like you're balding. Well, that's mm-hmm. what she did. It looked like tar dripping down his face. Yes. Yeah. And, the, and and there was even a feed. There was like one uh, one place online that said you can hear the people who were like presenting, broadcasting it being like, Rudy's fucking hair dye is dripping. Somebody needs to tell him. <laughs> <laughs> like, Mike. And so, like, during the press conference, you see him doing like this. Oh. You know, I, I feel like it was a distraction. Like, I don't know if y'all noticed, he was actually drooling too, but we paid attention to the hair dye so that we yeah. didn't notice he was having a mild stroke. Yes. I mean, uh, when Michael Cohen, who was a former attorney for who, who should not be named, even though I just said his name, um, he said that Rudy Giuliani is an alcoholic. And it's like, oh, it makes sense now. Those yeah. are alcoholic sweats. Those were the same sweats that um, Donovan McNabb used to have. Because, you know, he's an alcoholic, too. And he used to be sweating. Like, just, uh, just yeah. I just want to know, what is it with the GOP and hair? Like Mike Pence has a fly going on his decaying head and now Giuliani's decaying in front of us and then Trump's hair. Like what is with the GOP and their hair? I don't know. They're falling apart. They are falling apart. Well, that's because they're dead inside. So now they're starting to decay. Yeah, that is. I mean, one of the things that I think he said, uh, Rudy Giuliani said, was that that the election was compromised by by uh, 
Chavez from Venezuela. And I was like, that man died years ago. Like, why would he be involved with like trying to corrupt this election? They've said that votes just were changed magically in the ballot system, that there's this whole big Soros campaign to undermine. There's millions more votes that he's supposed to have so that he can outright win. And the thing is, it's sad and it's comical, but like really, you know what it is? I feel like the, the, voter base for the people who want he who should not be named to win another election like they're getting they're getting riled up like toddlers you ever seen like a toddler have a tantrum and then they really start crying for real and they start like yeah. losing their breath and they start breaking shit like that's what we're watching we're watching a slow motion tantrum and yeah. and and the democrats and other people being like just ignore them and then that that little kid is like i'm gonna burn this whole fucking house down and you're just like this is the moment we all found the gop is the moment kids find out santa's not real (laughs) and the democrats (laughs) are the adults being like he'll get over it yeah (laughs) and then Mm -hmm. then and then they write that manifesto and you're like uh they didn't get over it (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) do you guys think that we're going to go to a civil war or coup which one raise your hand if you say coup Raise your hand if you say civil war. I don't think we're going to go. Are you ready though, Chloe? Are you ready? What is that? (laughs) (laughs) You ready? What are you going to do with that? Chop some cheese? Nigga, what is that? They got to get so close to you. Look, (laughs) hey, I'm not throwing it at anybody. Look, can you can you please hold it up one more time for the people in the back? It's a hatchet. It's a hatchet. We know it's a hatchet, but like, but like Monroe, stop it. You're gonna have to go back to the plastic surgeon. <laughs> Look at the hands. You you really want to mess with this? You say how quick this is? Yeah, Girl. but like your stroke is so short. Like you're like 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 you have to extend your arm to like really hit anybody. Fuck up my office. I can't. All right. Well, I believe, I hope you know how to use that thing. But um, yeah. I, okay. I feel like this. I don't think it's going to be a massive nation to nation. I don't think it's going to be like a coast to coast civil war, but I do think there will be like pockets of clashes around, especially all the places where they want to like overturn the votes, like Michigan, like Detroit, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. Georgia, like those places where they're like, these is where they were stealing your vote. And also, like, we just have to realize, like, when people say American and patriot, like, that is like the new, like, dog whistle for like hatred you know it's like real americans it's like well who who, like we talking about the real who the real americans you mean a native american right if you say you're a real american you hate everyone in this room also every time you see those militia people it looks scary from a distance but then you get a little closer and it's like some lady's like my name's tammy and i work at sheets and i'm here (laughs) to protect the streets because the police need my help it's like girl Get out of here. <laughs> Police do not need your help <laughs> at all. You know, and I think the biggest thing is like people are afraid of transformation. Like I was having a conversation the other day and it was someone who was like, I agree that, you know, we need to get him out of here. But, you know, like we just need to get back to like the way it was. And it's just like, no, like we need a complete transformation. And I think that concept is what really scares people, which is why mm-hmm. they'll say like, I can roll with Biden and Kamala and, you know, yes, Nancy Pelosi should be the speaker of the house yet again. Like it's like that lockstep thinking that things are going to go back to normal is like, that's what's problematic because people are plotting and planning while we're just like, Oh, we're so happy that he won. It's like, mm-hmm. 
So, Chloe, do, are you saying that you think that the civil war is going to come while Trump is still he who shall not be named is still in office? Or are you saying that once the changeover happens, then it'll be a war? It's going to be the changeover. Yeah, I think I think you'll see clashes leading up to the changeover. I think that first of all, I believe that they should cancel the inauguration ceremony. I just wanted to know when to book my vacation out the country. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you should you should definitely book it. I feel like for, I feel like they should not have an inauguration for COVID and for civil unrest. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think they're are, are they planning on having an inauguration the same way? With probably I mean, not. Right. Probably I, not, but I feel like something. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be 100% virtual, but it should not be anywhere outside where people can get shot. It should yeah. definitely be a virtual. It should be 100% yeah. virtual. There's no need to do a crowd anymore. Never. Here's yeah. what I think. I think when people say that we, let's go back the way things were, what they're trying to say, I think, is let's go back and have some decorum and have some sort of civil... You know, when like, for example, when Biden speaks, he could put a sentence together. He's going to look good with going across and doing for whatever. But I also <laughs> agree with you. I think that there's no going back. We now have to make a big change. We all have to put our big boy or big girl pants on and say, OK, there's a lot of things we have to unpack here. And 2020 was not just about sitting at home. There was a lot that happened. Let's let's it's going to be difficult, but let's do it. Let's move forward. But I think you're right. People are very scared of change and they're very scared of anything that will take them away from not guns. So they don't mm -hmm. want to do it. Yeah. And the thing I think that also I feel like we should have learned this year is that your community is very important. The people that you rely on, the people you communicate with, the people who you can find comfort in, like even though you may not physically be able to touch people, I do believe that people's friendships and relationships with their family have gotten stronger during this time. And it kind of reminds you like what I hate to say, like what's important, but like really what you need to help balance like this fallacy of capitalism and every man for himself. And I want to be a billionaire. Like that shit don't really matter when you can't access the stuff. Tell that to the billionaires. <laughs> Listen, they are a small group of people who really don't. I mean, they really don't give a fuck, but like those people will never be changed. Like, I, I mean, unless they're about to die. I mean, like, it, it's always when a billionaire is about to die where they're like, I want to make like the Koch brother, the one that's alive. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's like, I made a mistake with funding all of these GOPs because now Trump is president. Like, you, you mm. should have thought about that 20 years ago. Like, yeah. He wasn't. He was thinking about his pockets. Mm. Of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or maybe it's like Black Monday. Do you watch Black Monday? Anybody? I haven't seen it. No. Mm -mm. So I think they ha they have two brothers like that on Wall Street. Like they're like fictional characters, but one brother is definitely influenced by the other brother. So if there's any apprehension, you gotta you know if you're not the strong brother, it's like your butt or like we maybe shouldn't be bad people. Doesn't mm -hmm. matter if the stronger brother is like, nah, we are gonna be bad and rich. Yeah, yeah that's true. You know? That's true. That's why you gotta, you know, tell niggas to shut up. Be your own man. <laughs> I don't know. I think I know it's harder. Some people, some people are easily influenced by like a, you know, a more overpowering personality. But I love telling people no. That it it brings me joy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you, we 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 need them to be like William and Mortimer from um, Trading Places. Oh yeah, that's Eddie right. Murphy yeah. put them out of business, and then there give you them back the money, and you know. 
There you go. There you have it. Um, speaking of things that helped us cope with this pandemic and being in the house, the verses, the verses, which were started by Swiss Beats in Timberland have captivated audiences. Matter of fact, there's one going on right now. And I want to thank y'all for hanging out with us instead of watching Jeezy and um, the other nigga Gucci man uh, play their hits back to back inside of a strip club. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> it wasn't good though. I was watching it, and they—you can tell—they're like mad at each other. They weren't facing each other. They were like yeah. in shots. It's like, all right, this kind of corny. They hate each other. Yeah. They hate each other, and they're both trying to be bigger men. Well, because it's about it is all about the persona. They're all trying to show that they have come from, you know, a great distance in their career, that mm -hmm. they're grown men about their business. And so this is a good PR move. You know, they, you got a plan for life outside the pandemic. They trying to, you know, get their money up. Yeah, no, nah, it was just funny that they started coming at each other. He was like, I got 500,000 worth of ice on. He was like, but do you got real estate though? Who said that? Who said what? Jeezy said that to Gucci Man. He was like, "But do you got real estate though? How many properties you got?" Damn, they really I like, can't. They hate each other. I still, I wish that Mariah would do a versus because she comments on every single one of them. She's really? Always, oh my god, she's obsessed. She comments. She watches. And then Keith and I had a huge argument and Reggie about who Mariah could go against because she really can only go against Whitney. That's it. Yeah, that's the and only person she can go against. Who else? I know. Well, Reggie said Mary J. Blige, and I was like, no, no. I was like, it's I, I love Mary, but it's different. It's too different. Like it's not like Whitney was compared to Mariah, the same kind of you know. Yeah. So yeah, I want to yeah. see Mariah do verses. Well, we're going to get to Mariah a little bit later, but uh, some of the verses that I appreciated this year, I really found my youth again watching the Bounty Killer versus Beanie Man. That was a good one. Yeah, um, I actually fun. had like the speakers on. It was a lot of fun. And that's also what helped change the format because they were both in the same location because Jamaica has been had their COVID cases under wraps. So they mm -hmm. were able to be in a place with other people. And then, of course, we have to say Monica and Brandy. Oh, yeah. Um, who caked up after theirs. They they had 20 million in streams after their verses. And mm. so that the really is my then you know, <laughs> I, you know, I'm at that age now where I don't want to hear nothing that came out after 2010. <laughs> oh, like nothing new. Yes. Nothing new. There's still some good stuff out there. Yeah, there's some real good stuff out there. Yeah. We got J. Cole. We got Ken. Y'all, you talk about R&B? No, I'm talking about like music. When, I'm, when I'm like in a groove, like if I do a playlist, I'm doing a playlist for like early 2000s or 90s. I'm not doing later 2000s. Like if I, I mean, just you're set still, it and not touch it. You're way ahead of me. I'm still listening to Sarah Vaughn and Maria Callas. So I'm <laughs> stuck in the 50s. So at, least, <laughs> at least you're in the apps, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea who those people are. You know really? Sarah Vaughn and oh no, but Mateo. But listen, I almost don't know who Jeezy and Gucci Mane are. Yeah, so, so, um, if I didn't work at the source, I would not know who they are. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I don't care. Exactly. You get as you get older, your, your taste. Change, but, but you know what's throwing me? I thought that like the verses was something that was happening when we was on lockdown. Like we're not on lockdown no more, so it just seems strange. Um, girl, still doing verses. Your governor just locked 
California yeah. back now. Listen, listen, let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. Y'all know, y'all know when, when people, you know, when somebody call you, when your mama call you, like, yeah, we saw on the news that they did this, and your mama's like, they ain't doing that here. I don't yeah. know where they got that. Let me tell you who's not locked down. California. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess it starts after this show ends because he made the announcement today that y'all it's on curfew. 10 p.m. Yeah, 10 p.m. to... Oh, a curfew? That's not locked down. A curfew that... is a curfew. I Ain't nothing like... open after 10 p.m. Any... What do you do after 10 p.m.? You go see comedy or you go dance? Those been closed. It's food. I, but my yeah. bodega's open till like 12. Let me tell you what I know. They ain't closed. All the uh, Asian restaurants to stay open till 11, 12, 1 o'clock. I know they. I, I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to order a Uber Eats at eleven p.m. just, just to show y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Defiantly, <laughs> sucking your noodles down with an angry face on, <laughs> with a proud face. <laughs> you know, uh, something else that made me feel old this year is this next one. I consider it to be the real MVP of 2020, and that would be drum roll, please. TikTok. Uh, uh, <laughs> I didn't even now do it. I didn't officially load it at all. Yeah. Same Monroe. I couldn't. I can't. Yeah, I was I'm like, too old. Like, Benton. I can't with thirteen-year-old white girls. Just like, why are you so obsessed with me? I can't. I'm done. <laughs> I don't want any more. I just lip singing and shit like that. And I was like, ah, I'm over it. Yes, but I, I agree for all those reasons. But the reason why he who should not be named was going for TikTok, and you notice that that whole thing has dropped by the wayside, is because mm -hmm. people on TikTok were forming and they were undermining his rallies. What they would do was they would call in and order tickets and not show up. <laughs> and everything uh. that he was doing, they were sabotaging it. Um, <laughs> even even with the, the Million MAGA rally, they overtook the hashtag. So whenever you looked, it was like K-pop and like dance and <laughs> Videos. <laughs> <laughs> well, they trolled the troll for yeah. 2020. Work. Okay. They better work. All right, I like yeah. that. That I that yeah. I'm into. Yes. I mean, it's definitely uh another social media platform that you can definitely come, you know, come and goes. But I think the younger generation, what is the youngest generation now? Because we're I'm Gen X, there's millennial, and then there's Gen Z. Gen Z. And Gen then Z, Alphas. Yeah. Is it Alphas? I don't, I don't even think to the Greek real. alphabet now. Yeah. I, what is the newest? What is that? Does anybody know that's watching folks in the comments? The section? Rockettes. The Rockettes. <laughs> what is the generation after Gen Z? I think it's called Alpha. Monroe, we're, wait. I'm millennial. We're millennials. We're millennials. Mm -hmm. I'm Gen Close Z. I'm Gen, I'm Gen X. I'm not a millennial. I'm Gen X. Um, Zainab's a millennial. I'm a millennial. Is, yeah, we're, yeah. So, millennial. Y'all are yeah. I'm on the edge. Like I'm the last year of yeah. Gen X. So Gen X millennial, but my birthday is so late. That's I could say I kind of, but not really. Hmm. I, I don't like to say I'm not a, I don't like to identify as a millennial. I don't I don't see it in my heart. Why not? Lean into it. We made the world better. Okay, let's not say things we can't take back, Monroe. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't think age is the reason people keep working. Look, we kept the economy going. Old niggas is gone. Gen millennials, look at us. Look at Monroe is scared. <laughs> no, because you don't even know what you're saying right now. Dude, all right, so I feel like Gen A, I mean Gen Gen whatever Gen X 
always talks about how hard they had to work and all that shit, this, that, and the third. And we kind of made it more convenient for people to do their job and not lose their life. Meaning, like, you can still have friends. You can still be social. You can raise your kids. We didn't grow up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We didn't want to grow yes, up. We're, but I think we're it's like, fine. We, what we, we doing now? Like we're online doing a show. No, I agree because I think you know we. What I'm saying like I feel yes. like we're smart. We figured out how to work smart, smart and not hard, and that's why I say we're the best generation because we're I like also, all that heavy lifting is done. No. I think yeah. Well, I agree because I think what Monroe's saying is we were the first generation to not play by the script. So absolutely. I think, I think my parents definitely were like, still play by the script, get married, have kids, get jobs. It's just like play by the And then we were like, I want to be an artist. Like thing we were doing yeah. things that they were like, what? We like, made shit work. We're like, hey, I want to follow my dreams and actually succeed versus working at Chick-fil-A on the side while also trying to be a like we figured shit out quicker. I feel like one. All of y'all are on the older spectrum of millennials, so <laughs> y'all really are claiming shit like y'all didn't have the blueprint set for y'all. Um, and secondly, <laughs> I feel like I'm Generation X, I'm Gen X, and we are, Generation X is really the glue that is holding this fucking country together at the moment because we have to take care of our parents who are boomers. And mm-hmm. some, of, some of them have children, not me, but some of them have children who could be millennial, or it could be the generation after that. And so we are like the Gen X is like the middle child who has sacrificed so much to make sure that shit happens so that y'all could have the freedom millennials to just be like, I'm an artist because you have an older sibling who's like, well, I'm going to make sure that the bills still get paid while you go fucking do your scribble art on the street. And that's why we're oh, working oh, smart oh. and not hard. Like who fault is that? Why do we have to compare? Because <laughs> it's fun. Mine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Is better. <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 I do think that I do think that every generation can learn from other generations, and I don't want to like I don't want I never like to say my generation is better, but I do believe, especially with where we are right now, you can see how people rise to the occasion, and also the one thing I love about like the alpha generation. Somebody pointed out it's alpha generation is that they're probably the most tolerant generation. And I just hope because their predecessors, which is Gen X or Gen Z um, or millennials are also tolerant that they are allowed to remain tolerant. You get what I'm saying? Because like I'm Gen X and I was tolerant, but if your parent who's a boomer is like not tolerant, they kind of phase you out of that. You get what I'm saying? And so I believe that like the young kids, like the truly young kids are going to be surrounded by people like, no, it's okay to let people be and think the way they want to think versus being like, that's wrong. So I'm optimistic and hope that they can like stay true to them being open and equal for everybody so that we can really continue to change this country so that, you know, we don't kill their dreams. Yeah. I mean, I agree in the sense that like growing up, I think my generation was the first, like I did, I remember a time not seeing gay people on TV, not Mm. talking about it. If we were, it was like, we're dying of AIDS. Don't talk about it. Taboo. This is bad. I mean, I came out of the AIDS generation and then all of a sudden, like 15 years later, there's a bunch of gays in like a white lady's house being like, your husband's pants suck. And everyone like, it was just a huge shift. And I think because of that shift with queer people finally being on TV and being exposed and having our own voices has made for the next generation. I see a huge shift 
in 15 year old, 20 year old kids who are like, oh my God, like it's not even a thing compared to, I mean, even like 50 year old gay men who I talked to are like, I literally like, you can't even imagine like talk gay marriage. That was, no one was talking about gay marriage. That wasn't even a thing. Mm -hmm. it, there was, you did not, it was not a, it, you couldn't even discuss it. Like it didn't exist the way purple trees don't exist. Like it just didn't exist. So yeah, it is getting better and better, but it is strange. I think the internet has a lot to do with that too, though. Absolutely. And that's why TikTok, I feel like is like the true MVP because now only all the young people, I hate to say all the young people on there um, mm -hmm. dismantling the <laughs> system, but like older folks too have now gone to TikTok and I feel like it's helped them find like their youth, you know, like I've seen so many salt and pepper beers on TikTok doing their little dance challenges and I mm -hmm. hope you stay youthful. <laughs> Thanks to Melania. I mean, TikTok worked for my friend. She's in her 40s and she blew up. Like she's famous now, just off of TikTok. Yeah. So and yeah. it and she wasn't doing like she wasn't dancing on TikTok. She was doing like what she does and it worked. Yeah. I had a TikTok, but I'm paranoid and I deleted it because I was like, ooh, China's still in my uh data. <laughs> and, so, and also, you know, Chloe, that story didn't fall by the waistline. It's just once they got what they wanted, it wasn't a story anymore, which is they wanted it to become an American company because mm -hmm. you can make money yes. off of it being an American company. That totally happened. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. why it ain't a story no more. He was just, he who should not be named uh, who that, the person we don't yeah. like. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I think the one thing that he just has to get credit for is being able to manipulate. Right. And some and, and he manipulated like the whole TikTok thing, like, oh, we're gonna be in TikTok with And yes, they did do a lot of like stunts on TikTok where they made a fool of him or they messed up his rallies and things like that. But it was all it's like I'm gonna move this way so that you think that I'm going this way, but it's all to get back this way. And that that he did that. That worked. Yeah, he truly is a master manipulator. And the funny thing is, is that there are people who can spot every move. And we can say, like, the thing is, you can tell people he's doing this to get this result. And they'll be like, no, he's not. And you're just like. But then why can't he get the bronzer to be manipulated to the correct <laughs> blending? Yeah, nobody's rubbing it all the way in. I mean, this is also what happens when you don't like gay people is you're going to go on TV and look like shit. Yeah. There you go. There you go. All right. Speaking of people who never look like shit when they are on television, the Williams family has taken the color red to new heights. The Red Table Talk um, mm -hmm. gave us a lot of moments this year. And it's interesting when the interviewer becomes the interviewee because Jada Pinkett here pictured in the middle between her daughter Willow and her mother, G a Gammy. What I think called Gammy? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what they call a gammy. Gam gam. Um, gam gam. Um, who's amazing. She looks great for her age. Um, so Jada became a headline herself. And this summer, everybody was talking about what she was doing in between the sheets with this R&B singer. Let's see the tape. He gave me his blessing. And I, I totally gave <laughs> myself to that relationship for years of my life. You know? And I truly and really, really deeply <laughs> loved and have a ton of love for her. See why millennials are the best? Sideshow Bob, <laughs> fuck Jada Pickett. <laughs> you see why? <laughs> but Chloe, did you call them the Williams? <laughs> 
Yeah, you okay. called him the ribs and threw me million. off. Well, I, I thought, yeah, my bad. Will right. Smith, I got it's Will Smith. The Smith. The Smith. And um, you know, Will's name is not William. A lot of people think his name is William. Willard. It's Willard. Willard. Yes. Yeah. That, that Willard sounds like a man. Cat. Yeah, Will Willard sounds like a man whose wife is going to cheat on him with a nigga with a big dick. Don't do that. I just watched the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion today. Don't do it. Will Smith is so hot. The whole family's hot. Um, Jada's really hot. Here's the thing. I remember arguing about this over the summer and I had to be like, guys, I was like, let's just take a step back. When you are getting a full face of makeup done and cameras and lighting to discuss your cheating, they're in a different world than us like wait they, and that's a good point let's look at a clip of their uh husband and wife conversation i think so i mean because this is your red table and you like brought yourself to the red table i think um you need to say clearly <laughs> what Zenith. happened as far as what you and i <laughs> decided we were going to take our space and what happened yeah and then i got into an entanglement with <laughs> oh August, that's what I said. An entanglement? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A relationship. Yes, it was a yeah. relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. Yo, Will was so mad. You see how close he was to that table? It's like the table was restraining him. Jada yeah. Pinkett is sitting there with, with her legs crossed like she's Russell Simmons in Bali. She is relaxed. Yeah. She was also lit by St. Peter himself. <laughs> <laughs> Will looked like he just took a fifth out. Like, he looked like yeah. he was drinking Hennessy all night. He was stressed. <laughs> yeah, Rook says yeah. she was sitting crisscross applesauce because mm -hmm. she ain't got a care in the world. Yeah. He already knew he was... He already knew, according to August, that she was sleeping with August. So what? Oh, she ain't he stressing. Knew. He knew. Yeah, he yeah. knew. But what he didn't know was August was going to go tell Angela Yee in public that he gave him permission. That's what he didn't know. Yeah. That is true. And I, and I honestly think that's the problem that everybody had. I really don't think that people, there have been rumors that Jada Pinkett and Will are swingers. We, you know, they have stepped outside of their map. They have open relationship. Those, those rumors have been around forever. Mm -hmm. I don't really think that was the biggest issue. I think the biggest issue was that this guy came and revealed a secret. And I think the celebrities, especially high level celebrities and rich people feel like their secrets are safe. Mm. Well, that's why you got to make people sign NDAs. Pop the bubble. You got to sign them yeah. NDAs. Let me tell you something. If you do, if I'm doing some slutty fuck shit on my partner and I'm famous, you signed an NDA. I think you always find out later unless you always just doing some crazy wild shit. Like it wasn't until Tiffany told the story of somebody biting Beyonce that Beyonce was like, okay, now if you hang out with me, you gotta sign an NDA, right? Like yeah. Beyonce thought, oh, we all just gonna stay at the party, right? What happens at B's party stays at B's party. Yeah, well, that's what I know. Jamie Foxx is the king of the NDA. I mean, I've heard so many stories from people being like, "Yeah, you, you, there's a time when you got to leave, or, or else you sign an NDA because some shit's about to go down." At a Jamie. Did he get his hairline to sign an NDA? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't come for Jamie like that. I'm not <laughs> losing my hair, so I'm going after anyone else losing their hair. And the second I can get that surgery, my hairline will start right there. <laughs> Mateo, I, Mateo, you can go to Turkey right now and get the surgery. It is the I number am a Homosexual. I am not leave. I'm not going to Turkey to get my hair done. I'm gonna just go to LA and find some gay 
I can't. No, be. I was in Turkey. Trust me, you'll be fine. They'll take your money. They don't care. They don't care about. They'll take your money, gay. and they will not mind you being gay. Yeah, so they hold hands, don't they? Don't the guys hold hands there? It's just a more liberal. It's it's a more liberal country. Like it is. Is it, is it, is it the west side of Turkey? It's the it's the um European side of Turkey where you right. would get the surgery. It it would be the European side of of Turkey, not the right. not on the Asian side. You'll be fine. Trust me. It's cheaper you to go. It's the number one place for a men's hair transplant. I went yeah. there with my really? friend. I went there with, with my friend. She got some work done. And work. all the men walked around all day with the slight with the cuts in really? their head from the surgery. Yes. Right, you want to go together? You, you want to come with me? We can go together. Well, I'm not getting no surgery. No, but you can come as a vacation. We can hang out. I'll walk around town with oh, cuts yeah. in my head. All right, yeah, work. I'll, let's I'll go. I'll go to Turkey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so red table. Oh, sorry. No, no. Sorry. I think I think that's the thing. Just to, to to say what you were saying, Mateo, about like the gay. Like people don't care what you are when you're paying money. Yeah, and you're leaving. Sometimes like, I mean, you, you have to. Sometimes, sometimes you gotta be real careful. Yeah, gays sometimes. gotta be real careful where they travel. That's like because it's illegal to be gay in 72 countries. So that's why gays are always going to Mykonos because it's like, <laughs> it's like we're like why are the gays going to Mykonos? It's like it's the only place we can go. You know, like Spain, Mykonos. <laughs> it stops there. <laughs> um. Well, <You're> gonna... <laughs> I will say this: getting back to Will Smith, I felt bad for him after seeing that Red Table talk because I you can see that he was hurt. The fact, like you said, Zainab, that this came out. And I think that moment also made him pivot when it comes to his social media presence, because I feel like he had to go back to a place where he felt safe. And that brings us to <laughs> the Fresh Prince of Blood Bel Air reunion mm -hmm. that just dropped. I haven't watched it. Have y'all watched it? I watched no. it today. It was the highlight besides sitting with you fine people. It was the highlight of my day. It was just memory lane nostalgia on a trillion it was great mm. and if you see here in the photo it's all the remaining cast members and both light-skinned aunt viv and dark-skinned aunt viv are holding a picture of uh james avery who played mm. uncle phil now yes. i will say this they will smith and his team they really know how to do like a good production and Absolutely. i think that is like like they tackle everything they had TikToks, they had instagram reels they had so much stuff lined up for this they he just has i mean i mean he has a full-time like social media team that like writes mm -hmm. his captions and like shoot all the videos but like it really pays off i'm gonna watch it mm -hmm. I thought it was really good. And I mean, the moment you that you're waiting for is for Will Smith to sit down with Dark Skin and Viv. And they sit down separate at first. And there it's tension. It is tense. It's tense and it's awkward. And but it's the moment that we, you know, that we all want. Light yeah. skin and viv says something that was real light skin. Uh-oh. What'd you say? Like, what you say? Light, <laughs> light, <laughs> light skin and viv said, um, Oh, I didn't audition the first time because they said, we want you to come in and audition for Aunt Viv. And she said, oh, what's the show about? And they, she said, oh, it's starring a rapper. She said, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> Wait, so she's saying that they asked her initially when before the show even started to come. Yeah, before there was a dark skin on Viv, you know, like a parent. I never seen on Viv before she oh, was on Viv. It was so double she shade. Was, yeah, yeah, she was one of the, she was one of the, actresses on the list that they like we gonna go to this actress this actress this is who it would be good but she did say because you know when you get that awkward laughter in the room will smith was uh -huh. like ha, 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 you the know same laugh you did um, with yeah basically yeah. then she was like then i saw the first episode when it aired and i regretted not ever going to the meeting but not ever going to the audition but then i thought wow it's so interesting like what is for you is for you 
because she still got that opportunity. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she was still on Viv for three seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she always has to live up to the original Aunt Viv, but I, I you know, she, she I, never can. She never Dark can. Aunt Viv was the yeah, shit. Yeah, remember that so, dance yeah. scene where she went in the yeah. studio and then she did the snap? She had more storyline <laughs> too. Yeah, better work because <laughs> she was more fierce. And you know what? The 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 dark skin Aunt Viv. She said it on the reunion, which is something that I don't think people talk about. You're not seeing a lot of. She was the darkest, one of the darkest women on sit, probably the darkest woman sitcom television. Like you weren't seeing her or women being able to do that. That show premiered in 1990, yeah. September, 1990. You're not seeing people do that. And not only was dark skin and Viv so dope. Remember when she became light skin and Viv, she wasn't a professor no more. Nope. She wasn't black power no more. Nope. She wasn't like commanding nothing. She was just taking care of little Nikki. Like she just became a homemaker. Who, by the way, was not at this reunion. They just ignored. Yes, he was. What happened to he him? Was at, he was at oh. the reunion. Oh, he's not in a poster though. They said you don't get posted status. So they did the same thing to him that he, you know, he came in with the last season, Lil Nicky. And mm-hmm. so right before the reunion was over, they was like, Lil Nicky. And he came in. But you can't show little little Nicky. I, I hate to say it, this is some shade. So Mateo, get a joke ready, please. Or my role. Okay, Somebody, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm got to follow what I'm about to say. <laughs> <laughs> little boy, like child actors, something happens. They be cute as kids. You know, yeah. it's like, because they young, they cute. But they not good looking, but they cute because they got youth on their side. But then yeah. puberty hits them and you like, that's that's a rather unattractive guy. We yeah, can't they put turned him on into TV Haley no Joe Osmond. Remember him? No. <laughs> <laughs> Little Nicky walked in. I thought he was going to rob the place. I'm like, Wait, who is that? That's not Little Nicky. That looks like. <laughs> that's why they all end up doing drugs because they turn 13 and no one thinks they're cute anymore. Yeah. And he's I like, know, remember, Haley Joel Osmond's like, I saw dead people. We're like, please leave. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just, it's sad. Yeah. Uh, Brooke said it. They never get tall, they don't stretch out. They just like stay short and ugly. See, but the thing about it, and I was thinking about this today, you know, little girl, little girl actors, the reason mm-hmm. why they grow up and are the only thing you have to get over as a little girl is you got to see that little innocent girl become a, a sexually attractive woman. Yeah. Right. That's mm-hmm. what the world kind of has to wrap their mind around. Yeah. But little girls are still pretty little girls. <laughs> He looks like an R&B singer that's never coming out with an album. I mean, but look at his head. Where do you really think he was going to grow up to be, though? His head, listen, his <laughs> like head, the head looks exactly all. the same. Yeah. His head looks exactly the part. He has the same He's, part. Goes, Thank you, Chloe. I was just going to say the same thing. He's the same yeah. part. But he looked like he kept that part. Like he's been rocking it so people no. like, oh, you little Nicky. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. He's wearing his I credits. Like, no, they can't. He show looked like he sweep up barbershop floors. <laughs> I've, they look like they still wherever he lived. They still call him Little Nicky, and he just gave into it. He was like, "Yeah, I'm yeah. Little, I'm Little Nicky." They'd be like, "What's up I, with that Fresh Prince money, yo?" <laughs> I think he had cornrows, and then they said he was going to do the show, and they was like, "Okay, let me get the Little Nicky hairstyle." Oh my god! Because could you imagine how he would look with cornrows? I mean, who is the? We can't put we did it. Listen, you uh, ain't lying. I mean, listen, when you are a child star, it is really a crapshoot on how you're going to grow up. Mm-hmm. It really is. I'm surprised that Mary-Kate and, and Ashley Olsen still look the same. But that's what I'm saying, Chloe. The girls look, 
uh uh what's the redhead um who Lindsay has an Lohan. Lindsay Lohan looks the same. Little girls <laughs> grow up to look the same. You want to know why Drew Barrymore looks exactly the same. Yeah, it's yeah. because as a little girl child star, you still have to be attractive. It's mm -hmm. not just being cute because you have youth, you actually have to be attractive. So you grow up to look like yourself. Well, Little there's boys, also the, yeah, it, that you're right because there's like the Hillary Duff, the Lindsay Lohan, the Britney Spears, the Christina yeah, Aguilera, like like, right? They all become this sort of a sexualized version of themselves, which is always Disney's always responsible. Miley Cyrus, like, <laughs> there's all the sort of the same story after a while. But the Lindsay Lohan, that's a whole it was other ball. It was just drugs. This is just yeah. drugs. That's that's silly, really it for her. My favorite story of the Lohan family is the mom, Dina, who's literally one of my favorite people on the face of the planet. I've never seen a bigger mess. She was given a Carvel credit card. Like they were handing out credit cards to celebrities just as like, we love you to support you. But a week later, Carvel was like, we're gonna need that card back. <laughs> and I'm like, Dina, what did you do? Ah, oh, that family will always bring me joy. Yes. Um, now, and I hate to be this person. I'm so sorry. What is Carvel? Carvel ice, like, oh, ice cream. Oh, the ice cream. Oh, okay. Cake. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah okay. Like, that's what I thought. They had the whale cakes. Um, I forgot what it's called. <laughs> that's what I thought. No, I like that, Zaynab, though. You're not sitting here like, no, I'm not a part of it if I don't get it. Loretta Wallace, <laughs> Wallace is asking, is it true Lindsay Lohan lost a finger? She did. It was in Greece. It was in a boating accident. And then they put it back on. Oh, yes. Lindsay wow. Lohan. I know everything about the low hands family <laughs> okay um, just just to prove zaynab's point about how male child actors don't grow up to be attractive r.i.p to this cute face oh my god that's what i'm talking about dude Haley yo, Joe Osmond. yo they yeah. go from little cute boys to be looking like sociopaths but yeah. i feel bad for these kids because he's six and doesn't know that he's a star and his parents forced him to do it and then so you know he's good and then suddenly it's like he can't we don't we don't want him to age we can't let them age and it's like well what's he supposed to do of course he's yeah. gonna look like the beast from beauty and the beast before he yeah. transformed back and you know what's so crazy the, the, be, oh go ahead the one thing about Haley joe osmond is that he leans into the fact that he looks crazy because all the characters he plays now he are does. like sociopath murderers like incels like he's like this is what it is mm-hmm yeah, he does it like Duck Dynasty. But we never but. got to see his middle stage because we seen him as a kid, and then he kind of just disappeared, and then he showed up like that. That's the way yeah. you got to do it. I mean, even look, Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin was a cute little. Now that surprised me because Macaulay Culkin actually was an attractive, like kid, you know. Mm -hmm. But then now he just he looked like he was he was he was cute enough. The only one. They probably grew up to be two people grew up. Well, we ain't see him as a kid. I was gonna say Lorenz Tate, he looked the same, but um Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm -hmm. He grew up to be yeah, he looks as fine. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say fine now, but you know, he's, he's he's fine. Come on, give it to Leonardo. He can clean up, he can clean up well. He can clean up. He, he dates young girls, no, but <laughs> girl, you too old for him. There's a chart. Defrost her eggs but, for Leonardo. But, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, but this boom boom got, <laughs> this boom boom got about three years on her. Okay. Yeah. No, he like his girls young. There's a chart that shows like all the ages of his girlfriends, and they are never older than like 23. As oh. he gets older, they stay at like 23, which is like, 
as old girl saying um something that made us all feel old for 2020 mateo brought up this subject everybody was doing it i did not do it but everybody was finding it in a julia child and when they talked about break uh bacon especially banana bread this is what i saw go to the next photo this is what i would see in my head as people talk about how they was baking they made it seem like they went back to the old country and they was just kneading and doughing and yeasting up a storm uh Zainab you were baking this year oh I definitely was baking um I was baking banana bread chocolate banana bread carrot bread zucchini bread but to be fair that did not come from the pandemic that came as a recommendation from my fertility doctor because she wanted me to eat a certain way but keep on weight and actually add weight and that's the reason why I started baking bread so mm. I'm just yeah. saying don't be trying for me with the mother hoes to to gain weight, you break you you was baking bread to gain weight. Yeah, because she didn't. So she wanted me to eat all organic, and she didn't want me to cut out. Like Chloe, you kind of know how I. You yeah. Know how I eat. She really wanted me to eat red meat, but I would not eat red meat. Mm. And so she, so for her, she wanted me to eat foods that were high in fat but healthy fat. And so she wanted me to break bake vegetable and fruit breads and make them heavy with nuts. So that's what I did. My banana breads always had chocolate and nuts in them. My zucchini bread had walnuts or, you know, so yeah. that's that's actually why I was baking. Yeah. I personally believe that bananas have no business in anything but themselves. They need a mind. <laughs> you don't like banana bread? I don't. Banana I like bananas. I do not like banana bread. I like pumpkin and zucchini bread. I can do that. But banana bread, grow up. Banana nut muffin? It goes no, on. no, I know. Wow. I, I can, yo, not. Monroe, I can make the best banana muffins. Yo. Yo. Oh. Yeah, y'all missing Ain't out. Ain't nothing, be- especially when them bananas get so brown, Mateo. Yo. You know, it's like gonna be syrupy sweet. You ain't even. You almost oh. gonna even have to add sugar. Yeah, I don't like bananas. I, I can't, I've never liked bananas. I can't stand bananas, and I don't really bake partially because my oven doesn't work. But the other <laughs> partially, that's the only reason why you don't <laughs> what are you talking about my oven doesn't work and I just don't you know what it is? I don't I feel like one, my kitchen is really small. My kitchen is tiny. Monroe knows he's lived mm-hmm. here for he lived here for like four and a half years. Yeah. Kitchen is tiny. And so it's one of those things I feel like when you bake, you need the space to like measure things out and like have bowls and Me spoons too. and cups and all that stuff. So I just be like, forget it. So what I'll do is like I'll go to the corner store and get like a muffin, like a chocolate chip muffin. And then I'll only cut, I only take the top part because I don't like the bottom part. Cause also when you go and get muffins, they don't tend to have like chocolate chips and shit in the bottom part because that's how they rob you. Mm-hmm. Um and so then I add more chocolate chips to the top and then I'll microwave that and I'll eat that. Oh, I thought you like cut it in half, throw some butter on that thing. Right. Put it in I just take you the top off. It. I like the top. I, you don't I, treat, it, you're not treating yourself right. Listen, yeah. when I was growing up, my Tell mom, my yeah. mom worked at Bloomingdale's and she, there was a bakery. Like they would have like these like random places that worked that were there for a couple of years. It was one place and they sold legit like on Seinfeld. They, sh- they sold muffin tops. They only sold the top. It was the best thing. There was a special pan they had. I got to find this pan. The special mm. pan, just <laughs> tops. I, listen, you come into my house, you get in a muffin top. You mm. getting two. If you're a nigga, you getting two. You getting a real one, and you getting one that you eat. <laughs> I just have to say, not just people baking bread during quarantine, which we're probably going to be starting again, but as an Italian, the amount of 
pasta that people fucked up like and that? put oh my <laughs> questa è una foto della una nonna che può fare la pasta però it's i mean i there's there's so many people out there cooking pasta and it was just sponge with shit ketchup on top and they're like cooking for two i'm like get that shit <laughs> out of my face you it's disgusting it's horrible so i started cooking pasta once a week on my instagram to teach people how to actually make pasta cook pasta and teach them about pasta no mm. one cared it was just gays being like take off your shirt <laughs> you should do a whole just to do that to spite them you should make a whole pasta cookbook with you shirtless and all the photos but with real recipes hold on hold that thought right there i have something to show you all because i i may be making that happen pretty soon yeah um <laughs> you know would it be like this oh yeah there you go there's me <laughs> just cooking pasta naked in my kitchen Yes. <laughs> Who I, I took the picture though? My friend Joey. Okay. You should just call it um you should call it uh penne alla penis. <laughs> well penne penne means penis in Italian. Oh, so penne penne. Yeah, so yeah. penis pasta. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really penne really means penis? So we just So came... there's two ways there's two ways it's also Spanish also, but it's penne and penne and I never remember which is the right way to say it. So when I'm in Italy, I literally never ask for penne pasta because I know I'm going to say can I please but have it's dick so pasta. minuscule. The difference is so <laughs> minuscule. Say it mm -hmm. say them both again. I it's penne e penne. I can't I know. hear it. That's I know. Same. Me neither. That's I barely can hear it too, and I don't know well, the right man. one. Yeah, no. Yeah, you might as well just order that dick pasta, dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the same. <laughs> um, I mean, I have, but that's on Grinder, so it's a whole different story. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, our next trend of the year is brought to us by Monroe Martin, who doesn't understand why everybody is roller skating, and Yo, I it um, got on my nerves. <laughs> They got on my nerves seeing that. I was like, everybody just pulled out roller skates and they're dancing. Yes. And, they're in the park. and everybody's good. Oh, when wait, did no. you get time to be good? Now, I saw this young lady. We're about to watch. I saw this young lady roller skating. You can play it, uh, Tim. And I was like, I've never been able to skate like this. Oh, she I love better her. She's work. amazing. Oh, she no, she's great. Yeah, work. she's amazing. I was like, uh, if I knew skating would make my body like this, I would have been skating a long time ago. Because I used to skate as a kid. Show the picture, Tim. Show me with my skates on. God, I would love... <laughs> <laughs> You look like a young Kyra Pratt. Kyra Pratt. <laughs> that is such an adorable uh, picture, Chloe. So cute. I love that. I found a picture of my parents' house. And I remember, I remember I love this couch. I remember these skates. And I probably was fed up because I'm sitting on my parents' couch with my skates on. That's how you know I was the only child. Skates on in the mm. house on the couch. Oh my God. I was like, this photo, if I ever sat on my mother's couch with skates on, I would I would go missing. They would yeah. say to my mother, didn't you have three kids? She'd say, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, also, I probably wasn't outside with the skates. I lived in an apartment building, so I, and it had a really long hallway, so I would just skate in the hall, which is a, which is a boost of confidence, but it's not realistic, because when you go outside and you hit a little, a little pebble and you go flying, yeah. it's not the same thing. I bought rollerblades. I used to play hockey. Don't laugh. I used to play hockey when I was younger, and I'm a really good skater. And I bought rollerblades, and I I rollerbladed a few times. I we, during the pandemic. During the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. In New York streets. 
Yeah, what no, in Connecticut. In Where else am I going to go? Yes, in New York. <laughs> New York streets aren't smooth enough for skating. Monroe, you were the one renting a moped and driving it through a public park and then exactly. acting shocked that they took away. I and then make got- bad decisions, and I'm saying you do too. I didn't get any plastic <laughs> surgery, knock on wood. I think I handled myself <laughs> just fine. <laughs> Um, well, I will, I'm not, I'm open to picking up skating again. I am not good on four wheels, but I know that's the better option for like streets, like street skating or not street skating, but for like roller skating. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to learn how to do all those like tricks and stuff, but I, I'm good on inline skate. Well, let me say that again. I I had rollerblades. I had them as a kid and I was great. And then right before the pandemic, like really shut down, I went to like a roller skating rink, which is a thing like that's why i need to learn because black folks be thriving in roller skating rings like you can find you a nice little piece going to the roller skating <laughs> ring um but the one thing you can't do is not know how to skate because they will not help your ass yeah they'll knock you out of the way oh i fell yeah. and they was like uh crawl your ass over there ma'am like yeah. crawl to the center <laughs> and sit down they ain't helping you and they already have the dances figured out. Like I hated these people who would like come and then they right. start gliding together and spinning mm-hmm. and doing splits yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, Nick, I'm gonna yeah. figure it out. I'm gonna figure it out. Nicole Byer was trying to learn how to roller skate this summer, and I mean, every single day she was trying. And so I sent her a video of me skating through the streets, and she literally wrote back. She goes, "How do you move forward?" <laughs> <laughs> it's hard on the floor. I mean, but on inline skates or rollerblades, it's so much easier to mm-hmm. propel yourself. Those four wheels, like whenever I skate on four wheels, I'm sore for like four days because mm. it's like the it's like the stop and go and then like balance. It's a mess. Yeah. It's also because I'm probably just a big girl, so it's hard. My center of gravity is up here. You probably put on all the pads and shit. I definitely had on pads <laughs> when I went to the roller skating ring. That's another reason why they was like, stay clear this beast. I'm a skate hater. You're right. I'm a skate hater. Somebody said I sound like a skate hater. I am. My wife bought rollerblades and I kept them in the trunk. You gonna give her her rollerblades? I'm like, come on. She helps you get a good face. You can't let her skate. (laughs) This is before the face accident. So where the skates at now? In the trunk. Give her her skates. (laughs) That's too much. Give her husky. Oh, you saying you worried that she may hurt herself? So that's Absolutely. why you had her No one shows that part. No one shows you falling down, busting your face open. I mean, well, that's true. You gotta let her practice. Let her practice in the hallway, like how I skated in the hallway. She's little; they ain't gonna mind it. No, I was I like, yeah, that. your neighbors won't mind. <laughs> oh yeah, our neighbors don't give a fuck. They they got so much illegal shit going on. They're like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um, do what you do. Loretta, I went to this. Uh, Loretta just asked what rink I went to. I went to a roller skating rink in Long Island, and so I don't know the name of it, but it clo- it, it closed down like a week later because of the coronavirus. But when I was there, I was definitely fucking up. I felt out of shape. I felt I fell on my butt, um, and I was like, I want to come back, and then it closed down. So I'll figure mm. it out. Twenty twenty one is my year, the year of the blade. So why don't you think? Because uh, I I would like to see more black people at ice skating rinks. Like roller skating rings, we dominating this shit. You yes. go to an ice skating ring, it's just white people fucking doing twirls and cold? shit. Because it's cold. <laughs> Little white girls spitting around in a pink. <laughs> 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 we love puffy coats and shit like that. 
Mm-mm, no, it's cold. It's cold. It's and when cold. you fall in that ice, it it hurts. It's it a rude hurts. awakening on that ice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think also, too, ice skating, not just the sport, but just the activity has always been expensive. Mm-hmm. Monroe, True. I think that it's also just like a, you know, it's just it's just a more expensive thing to do. And I think that's why maybe we don't see so many of us doing it. That's true. Mm, didn't know that's that. True. Yeah. I didn't it know is. it was expensive. I only went three times. It is expensive like, for the blade. No more. Well, Even yeah, if for- think about if you think about New York City, like you know, there's so many indoor places to skate. You can mm-hmm. even skate like roller skate for free, just in the park. But to go ice skating, you got to go to Rockefeller Center, which is yeah. the ring. Or you could possibly go to the Central Park uh, roller rink, right? Yeah. Which, yeah. which he who should not be named owns, by the way. Oh, does yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. In Brooklyn, there's oh, one wow. ice rink in Central Park. Do y'all, y'all ever see the um it, like sort of by Sheep's Meadow in the summer? There's like that strip where there's all the rollerbladers and roller skaters, mm-hmm. and it's like they have their own culture. Like it's clear, it's very intimidating to go near them because they're just they have the music, they have the look. I mean, I'm like, I'm like scared to go over mm-hmm. there. They all know what they're doing. Um, everybody say hi to my mom. What's hey, going on? Um, she's in her alias on Facebook. Yeah, because I was like, wait, that's not <laughs> that's right. An alias. Yeah. That's an alias. Um, all right. Speaking of someone who probably wants to uh strike all their social media, the Pope. Monroe brought the story. Uh, the Pope. Yeah, I don't think it was that bad. Accidentally, accidentally liked the photo of this woman. Let's see the photo. Um he has a social media account, and mm-hmm. his social media account liked this woman's photo. If this is not if this does not encapsulate 2020, I don't know what else does. Yeah. The high and the mighty showing that they are low down, dirty perverts as well. Like we all the same, really. Yeah, that's why I liked it. That's why I was like, this is good for him for showing that he's a person and he likes ass. Well, of course, he's not going to. Um, I'm just surprised it was a woman. Yeah, that's I was what happy. I was thinking. Yeah, I was like, like good for God him. Not a little boy. Right. (laughs) You know what's so crazy is like it's more it's it's a relief that if he is a pervert and he likes women's photos, that's a relief compared to what the Catholic Church has done. Like I think people be like, Oh, that's fine. But what makes him a pervert because he likes big booties? First of all, I doubt that woman has a big booty, Monroe. No, she does. You're not showing a whole picture. Her her butt is big. It's huge. It's like a Kim Kardashian body. Oh, yeah. It's like a huge fake butt. I think the the schoolgirl outfit thing is like kind of too much. I'm I'm always like, whose fantasy is that? Well, he's still in the Catholic realm, right? So it's got to be little, like younger. But um, this time it's a girl. Yeah. Uh, and Chloe's right. I mean, <clears throat> of all the things the Catholic Church has done and said in their lives, this is child's play. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, Chloe, Chloe, he liked it on Instagram? Yeah. Yes. How is that? That means he's following her. Not following her. He saw it. In the feed I mean, and... listen, if you don't show up on a feed, you either, you either follow the person or you go to the Explorer page. Yeah. And I think I got a bigger problem with the Pope going to the Explorer page. Yeah. What do you mean? He was like, he probably liked the stuff. Pope, he the Pope like, got shit to do. 
I mean, he owns. What is he really But that's the whole the point of the Explorer page, Zainab, is so that you can say what's going on in the world, mm-hmm. and then you see ass, and you're like, oh. First I'm of all, pa- first of all, no, that is not how the algorithm works. Come on. How the algorithm Explorer works. page, the algorithm, the Explorer page ain't ever showing you something outside of what you already search for or, or what right. you already follow. Because so my he got to either page, be following that. Yeah, like it's Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston, <laughs> and butts. That's all it is. The Explorer pages don't show you like, oh, you know what? You've been watching, you've been watching all this black power stuff. Let me show you a, a real cute. Like no, that's not how the the algorithm works. I'm looking yeah, at my true. I'm looking at my explore page. Yeah, let me look and at my explore page right now. Everybody, grab your phone. Let's see what's showing you. Uh, my explore no, page. My explore, explore page is babies, page. babies, natural black <laughs> hair, um, and yep. there's a All lot things of things that you've looked at exactly. And you probably watched one video of a, a cute baby. You was probably trying to get. You know, you was probably watching the feel good. Look at Mateo's page. Mariah, young tears, men, hot butts. Chloe, I have never seen. I have never seen Mariah on my Explorer page. I have never. never We're gonna have to change that. I got a lot. I got a lot of Nigerians on my. A lot of Nigerian um, wedding um, accounts. Exactly, I don't know how I got that's what you look because you've looked at that because you've you've at least looked at one. The, the the butt naked girl with the big butt just don't show up on your Instagram. It don't work like that. Right. Right. Look, yeah. Manny, Manny says my page is hair, babies, and dogs. Yeah. Crystals, tarot, natural hair, makeup. Right. Really? Nope. Mariah's not showing up on anybody else's. Yeah, yeah no, it's just yeah, yours. I don't think anybody cares about Mariah. Yours, Mateo, yours was 90% Mariah. It's all Mariah. Yeah. It's the same videos <laughs> over and over, and I watch them all. I watch all of them. Her in 1996, the Tokyo Dome, singing Hero, hitting the G5. I've seen it a thousand times. Wait, so that brings us to our next story. Uh, Mateo recommended Mariah as having a moment of 2020, and she's releasing mm-hmm. her brand new Christmas special next month exclusively <laughs> on Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, whoever her photoshopper is, they get yeah. it together every single time. They, they snatch her. Beyonce's legs. Yes. Yeah, I'm like, those. that's not her. Yeah, but That's I mean, why the legs look, a different yeah. color from the face? Because she has, yeah, she, she uh-huh. has on a control. She has on a control pantyhose. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. She's so on like the the verge of drag. Uh, I think she looks great. And Mariah is so. This is okay. Let me just fill you in on yes. what's up in the Mariah world. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mariah Carey and Ariana Grande have been feuding, similar to Whitney and Mariah in the early '90s, because when Whitney was or Mariah was Whitney was compared to Mariah in the early '90s, Whitney threw a lot of shade at her, and then about six years later, they did the duet. We, you know, for Prince of Egypt, and everything was fine. So same thing happened with Mariah, right? Ariana comes out and was like, oh, you're like a young Mariah. You have the high notes and Mariah's very like, I don't know her. And then all of a sudden this year, something must have happened. And then they had a picture with um, three director's chairs. Oh my God, yes. Look, Ariana Grande, Mariah Carey, Jennifer Hudson. Mm. So bam, the duet is happening. It's on her song called Oh Santa, which was, a, it was an okay hit. Um, and there, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm about to lose my gay I, mind. I feel like at some point, Mariah is going to look at Ariana like this. Next photo. <laughs> hmm. 
<laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure, you know. First of all, this photo, even though this is like a meme that somebody put together, whenever I see this photo of Mariah, I'm like, this is a black woman. Like something about that face makes me feel like this is an old, sassy black woman. She could easily be on a, um, Real Housewives of, of, of PG County mm-hmm. or whatever it's called. She Potomac. Is- Potomac. <laughs> Potomac. She- She's definitely <laughs> giving me Giselle vibes when I see this photo of her. Like she look like in this photo, she know how to cook some collard greens, which I don't think she can do in real life. But in this no, photo, she can't. I just read her book. I just read the meaning of Mariah Carey. It was she's all right. Cooking collard greens in the book, Mateo. Yeah, she, what is she doing in the book? <laughs> she talks specific. Look, don't you judge Miss Carey. All right. <laughs> Mariah talks in detail about the meals that she made with her father and that she continues to make today. Now, maybe not collard greens. He did make a, a, a linguine seafood pasta, she details, that she loved. <laughs> However, she does cook his family. <laughs> yeah. She does cook, you know, uh, she does cook every year, she says. She, has- she cooks every year, Mateo. This sounds crazy. Yeah. She the cooked. book was insane. Um, the what's first, the, okay, what's the best part? The the first part of it's very interesting. It's actually just her talking about growing up biracial in the '60s, what that meant, her identity, you know, trying to find her identity, not knowing, not white enough, not black enough, the whole thing, right? Then it gets into like the glitter era, and that's where that's where we the things start to. It's a it's Swiss cheese. I mean, mm. she was talking about the breakdown of glitter as if. I was like, Mariah, there's there's something missing in this story. Mm. But it's a good, she talks shit about Celine Dion. Um, it's good. It's really good. It's a good book. Mariah Carey looks like she has her chef make everything. And as her chef is cooking, she's like, now make sure you make it look like I made it. That's yeah. right. <laughs> That's right. For That's- sure. For sure. <laughs> For sure. I, like Mariah is the woman that if you were dating her, she would say, come over, I cooked. And then the shit, the, the takeout boxes will be in the garbage. Like yeah. if you know where to look, you would see the bag mm-hmm. in the delivery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But that's what you got to do sometimes. You got to fake it till you make it, I guess. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of faking it till they make it. 2020, we saw a lot of this gentleman here. That would be none other. Uh, oh, my God. Then Kanye, Monroe took his headphones off. He said, I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) No. Kanye Um, was the bane of 2020. Zaynab, would you like to expound on what went wrong for Kanye this year? You you know, Kanye just never read the room. You know? He just never read the room. He hit us so hard with his gospel attempts, right? That was still going on this year, or was that last year? That was the end of last year. Then this year, he's not running for president. He's walking. He was just, you know, Harriet. Something. It just, everything was just. He's crying on. T- he's just. He. He was. I don't even know the word. But I just wanted more than anyone else for Kanye to be sat down, tied to a chair and gagged. That's Mm. what I wanted. I wanted for him to be gagged all of 2020. I have that written on my grinder profile. (laughs) (laughs) 
you know, Kanye was the, Kanye was the quintessential like delusions of grandeur, you know. Yeah. And I don't want to knock him because he is very accomplished, you know. Um, he's why though? Why can't we knock him? So what? He's accomplished. No, no, I'm saying like he he, <laughs> he is good at he is good at some things, right? We so called what? him a genius. He that went to his head. We threw genius around because he's good at music. That's it. But even if he is a genius, that doesn't mean that he's also not a freaking idiot. That doesn't mean that he's also that he he made some of the worst public choices today. Chloe, do you realize that kind oh take that picture off? He has crazy <laughs> eyes though. <laughs> that That's like crazy. crazy. You know that. You see that look of absence in his eyes. Like yeah. you go, oh, he's not there anymore. No, I agree. Just something. Chloe, else. I never thought I would feel bad for Kim K. He made me feel bad for sure. a Kardashian. She has seven. Made, she has seven houses and a makeup team. I do not feel bad for her. But that's how bad Kanye was. I'm telling you, I was yeah. like, she has all of this, and I still feel like, come here, girl, give me a hug. This yeah. he tripping. Yeah, like that's a that's a classic case of like you signing up for the fame, but not really knowing who the person is. Mm-hmm. Because if you date somebody long enough, you would know, you know, like that's why you have to see people in, in stressful situations before you like say, this is it for me because stuff happens. And then you end up having to deal with a shadow of a person and you stuck. And now the last thing she going to do is get divorced because she's going to like the bad person. If she filed for divorce, she would look like the bad person. And he would say, she left me. Mm -hmm. So your whole existence now is in the court of public opinion. And she's, I feel like she, part of her feels trapped. I mean, if the if the man I went went I don't on, know if I feel that bad. I, I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> listen, he still chose to make that choice. Listen, if the man you married went out there and had a press conference announcing his presidential campaign that nobody wanted him to run for, and say that he was almost about to abort our child, you, I, I'm I'm hitting you with a skillet when you walk back in the house for sure. I mean, he I said feel like after he that about killing her. I mean, after I feel like after that, when she was waiting at the house, like, how could you, Kanye? He was like, that was for the sex tape. Like, you know how some people are so manipulative, they take 15 years to get back to you. Is Kanye a Scorpio? I don't know, but he's a billionaire. He's worth $1.3 billion. Yeah. He That's is. probably a lie, yep, just absolutely. like Trump. From his sneakers. It's from his sneakers. Yeah, no, you got to prove that. You got to show, like, taxes and stuff. He did that. Yeah. It's all sneakers. But meanwhile, he don't want to give uh, Big Sean his masters. Wait, I thought he said he gave everybody his masters. Remember exactly, that? and that was them. Then right after that, Big Sean and everybody else came out. Tiana, like he didn't. No, he was he was lying. That's oh. why I'm saying it's like we got to You when you when somebody's lying, I don't pick and choose what they telling the truth about. Now everything is a lie to me. Mm -hmm. When you start lying, it's like everything is a lie. Mm -hmm. He came right out like I'm giving. Yeah, I'm giving yeah. everybody their masters, and Big Sean was like, "Well." <sighs> Yeah. yeah. How? Yeah, that's a hard one. I think it says he's a Gemini. I'm trying to find it, but oh, that makes sense. I don't Pis even know anything. Pisces about Moon, you know, because now you know. First of all, 2020 has showed me that you can't just be your sign anymore. You got to know your Moon sign. Your what? You got to know too so, much. Like yeah. I don't know what the house of cards my sign is in. Like I'm a Capricorn. But I don't know all the other stuff. Like, and I, every time I try to look it up and find out what my deeper astrological charts, I gotta call my mom and ask her what time of day I was born because that's also greatly impacts your chart, so they can see where the stars were at the moment you were born. You never got time for that. 
No, it's ridiculous, and none of it's real. You know what, though? I do believe that part of it is real, though. I do believe part of it is real, because if you believe... I know I'm going to sound crazy. I Chloe, have not- how long have <laughs> you known each other? You are the most straight-edge person that I know, and suddenly the stars are... The stars are what? Oh, for like the good for that. some real rational shit, and then the most irrational thing you've ever heard. That's burning balls of gas that are millions of miles away that are dead, but coming through our atmosphere from traveling for such a long distance are dictating your what? If you believe, if you believe that people are stardust, right? If you believe that everything that we are created is from the universe, then that means we have pieces of the universe in us, and things influence how we are comprised. Right. Wait, when did we become stardust? Well, I'm Chloe saying like, sound like one fish, two fish. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just, fish, I'm just I'm simply fish, saying if you believe Pattywack, no. give a dog a bone. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll make it even better. Okay. Because yeah. I'll make it even better. But I do believe, like, I do believe when it comes to like the astrological charts, this is how I explain this to somebody, Alzo. I explained this to Alzo, and he was like, this actually makes sense. And he's a really hard person to like convince. So if you are, this is the way I can, uh, this is the way I explain astrology. Mm-hmm. If you are a farmer, right? Mm-hmm. And you are planting your crop, you have to look at your farmer's almanac to know what day the moisture is going to be what, the rain is going to be that to understand your growth season, right? Mm-hmm. And depending on when you plant your crop, you know that the yield is going to be a certain way. You understand the characteristics of the yield, right? You could say, oh, the weather was too cold when I planted this. That's why it has this kind of taste or the soil was too dry or whatever. And so that is how I equate astrology. Depending on when you were born, there were different factors in the universe that kind of influenced parts of your personality and therefore your trajectory. Here's why that doesn't work. Because <laughs> a farmer has to use photosynthesis and the sun to grow a plant at a specific time. A plant can't grow in January. It's only going to grow in April. So people are having babies in January. Yes, but at the time that the, that somebody has a baby in January, the air is a certain way. The planet is tilted on a certain axis. There's You're things drinking that, something different. Yeah, the I things. Get it. Yeah. And that affects their wallet. No, it affects the, your baby. It affects the child, the personality that you gave birth to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I just simply that. saying, if if you believed in those things, I can understand for and against both. I can understand both sides, but if astrology... And also, the reason why I kind of believe in astrology is because ancient civilizations used it as the foundation for their civilizations. Like They charted the sun. They understand how to travel by the moon and the stars. And so I think there is something to that that we don't really embrace because we have technology in modern society. But if you look at every ancient civilization... They did everything by the stars, everything by the stars. And here we are on our phones being like, GPS, tell me how to get to my mama house because I forgot. Like, And they're like, Yo, follow the get- North Star. <laughs> like, <laughs> if oh, I got to get somewhere based on the stars, you'll never see me. Yeah. <laughs> People did it. I'll never see it. <laughs> People did it. I'm listening. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. Shit, we might have to look at the, up at them stars. Look at all of these television shows that come out now when society collapses. Like there was a show called The Dome where people were just all of a sudden woke up and a town was in a literal in a dome. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a series called 100 where they just falling out the sky and then they just have fucking survivors been on for 20 goddamn years because people was like, yes, I need to know how to start a fire and look at the stars. You know, so, yeah, I but never they don't watched. think they're stardust. 
They just want to know how to survive in nature. I'm just saying there's a theory that that <laughs> every human, every living existence was spawned from stardust. Earth came from a collision in the universe and it morphed into a planet. And from that planet came us. So, so where that, does so God like, and so, Jesus all come into play then? That I mean, it's a belief system or you believe that something created those. Either you believe something created that um, that Genesis or you believe that. <laughs> You know, that's what you tell yourself to to kind of yeah. explain the genesis. It's all why, belief. Why Natasha said these millennials so disconnected from the universe, <laughs> yo. <laughs> yeah, because millennials are low-key self-centered. So it's hard to think of something larger than yourself. Self-centered? is the most self-centered thing in the world. Mm -hmm. That the stars are aligned for my convenience? No. That is, there is nothing more self-centered in the Listen, world. Listen, how about this? Assumption. Mateo, I, you have a really big platform. I want you to go on your Instagram story. And the gays are all going to say they believe in the stars <laughs> and, and they're going to do it yeah. with their plants. I can't do it with gays the gays. Gays believe in glitter. Yeah, we're literally still <laughs> hanging on to Britney, all right? So there's no way I'm going to get a rational conversation about stars. No, you should ask somebody to read your chart. Ask somebody to do I did. Oh, we did. I had a professional come and read my chart on my podcast, Emma Wilman and, and I. And and it was very like, oh, you like warm cookies baked out of the oven. You know, not, it was essentially like, she was like, this... It's like, yeah, right. uh, no, like your your rising oh. sign is this, and this is that. You gotta, you're very I sensitive. People. I know some people. I got some people really good. I actually had a conversation. Um, I'm on Clubhouse. I don't really go on it as much anymore because it's become too much to process. But I was in a I was in a room on Clubhouse, and the woman was giving astrological readings. And what she was doing, she was doing geographical astrological readings. So she was saying, depending on where you where you were born and where you want to go, she can tell you like where those two points meet up. It was interesting. Here's I had, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. I, I was just going to say that my friend got me a psychic reading for my birthday. And the psychic, it was, <laughs> it was not, she was off of Etsy. Um, so she was like $7. Um, and she said that my husband was somebody that I know or I've never met before. What? So that that's means everybody. Yeah, I would have want my money back. I don't know. It was seven dollars, girl. You can't that I mean it was seven dollars. That's like I don't know how much it was. I mean seven dollars barely gets you. Everything on Etsy is seven dollars. But everything on Etsy is seven dollars. All I know is that's like going to an open mic and being like comedy sucks. You were like, you just went to the wrong place. I will say I'm my friend Sophia. So they're super I grew up next to my friend Sophia. She's super, super Greek, right? And her mom used to do something, it's called tisography, which is the reading of coffee grounds in your cup. Now it's similar to Turkish coffee, Greek coffee, although don't tell Turks and Greeks that tea tea leave reading, all that. Tea leave reading, right. And so she would, I mean, it was funny because with me, she would read it and have all these like in-depth things. And then she'd read her daughter's Sophia and she'd be like, this says it, you're a bitch. But she did one time <laughs> say, I had spent all summer in Italy. I was painting and I fell in love with this guy named Eros, which is spelled E-R-O-S. And which when is I, love, which is a form of love. Which is, right, it's the Greek word for love. So when I got there, I came back to her house, talked to Sophia and her mom, like I went immediately to them. They she had no idea about Eros. And she read my cup and she goes, there is the letter E in a heart at the bottom of your cup. Why? And I was like, oh. so that was kind of fucked up. 
Yeah. So I'm telling you, I believe that we are so disconnected from our natural abilities because if you believe your natural abilities, it's harder for people to believe in the structural system. If you can look at yourself or your community for answers, you don't have to look up or you're not going to put somebody on a pedestal. And I, this is a whole nother conversation where I feel like we do need to decentralize like certain parts of our society because it's too big to rule. Like America is too big to rule with such a small body at the top and then all these people at the bottom, we need more like localized forms where people can, you know, get shit done. If you got to go, if you got to constantly go up the chain of command, stuff stuff gets broken and corrupted. And so if you become more self-sufficient and reliant, you can get faster results. That's my thought. So that's the part of it. They don't, they don't want us to know how powerful we are. I know mm-hmm. I sound like a hotel, but no, I believe that. I just don't believe the. I just don't believe the stardust shit. That's like that's like that's like day zero. Do you understand? Like like if you if, if the universe is exploding around mm-hmm. and then something happens and something forms, like that's what I mean. Like essentially, I mean, isn't that the Big Bang theory? Yeah, that's, yeah, but he's saying though. from the Big Bang theory that. We're the stars, and then the stars formed us, and all that other shit. But yeah, I mean, if that's the genesis of it, it's like it's like we can say as black people that our roots are in Africa. We ain't ever been there. We ain't. I don't know nobody that's you know from my family that's from Africa. But you can look at yourself and be like, yeah, I think my people are from Africa. Mm-hmm. Well, no, we also have proof of people from Africa being brought over in ships. I've, I've never took a twenty-three in me, and they're like, oh. You from Pluto, nigga. I did it. <laughs> well, I will say this though: you think about if you think about ancient civilizations, every single ancient civilization talks about sky and star people. They do. I I did do the twenty three of me, and um, it's it's it is pretty cool because my dad. Well, my dad was born. We knew he's one hundred percent Irish, so there was nothing to learn there. But my mom's Italian and Mexican, mm-hmm. so it was like you're Italian and Native American and East Asian and North African and Middle East. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like it's all this crazy stuff. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. It's fun. It told me where all my family in Mexico is. Nope. I don't want to know where no family is except for the people I know. Yeah. I don't want nobody. Mm-mm. I don't want Are nobody you gonna to get to know Mateo. Am I gonna get what? Are you gonna get to know him with that information? Now you're gonna go to that I part know. of Mexico. So my, well, because my grandpa's from Mexico, but then he had five kids with my grandma and then a kids with another woman, but named them all the same name. So he didn't confuse them. So by the time, yeah. <laughs> hey. So by the time I was born, like I, he was out of our lives. And so I just grew up Italian. And, um, but I mean, I'm Mexican, so I didn't know. Well, what's the name? What's the name? Ma- Maldonado. Oh, Ooh, look, Carla's Mexican and Italian too. Que tal, amiga? <laughs> so wait, Mateo, you so you have five. I mean, you have. So my mom has probably five like, half siblings that are all named Maldonado. No, my mom probably has probably eighteen brothers and sisters. I think at this point, but all I don't know. The same name. Uh, there's two Joaquins, two Lisas, two Cindy's. Oh, two, yeah. Wow. Isn't that crazy. Mm. And then they um, met their half brothers and sisters at his funeral. With the same names. <laughs> That's lazy. George Foreman did. That's it. <laughs> right, that right. That is lazy. <laughs> I get um, that. That makes sense. Someone has a question for Monroe. They say, Monroe, what do you believe happens? How How do you no, think we got I, here? Uh, 
no, we're talking about you're we're not talking about the big bang. You're talking about being aligned with the star that you're were trying to justify why you agree with astrology, and we're like, no, it's bullshit. I believe in spiritual shit, I believe all that stuff. I just don't believe that I'm stardust, and then when the stars align, my life changes. Like, I don't believe any of that shit. No, I don't think I'm not saying we care so bears and then like your fucking stomach glows. <laughs> you making it seem like we Steven Universe, nigga. I'm I know, but that's saying. how it came up. We was like, yeah, because if we read the farmer's almanac and then we grow and we have our season, and I'm like, no, none of that shit. I can't believe in any of that shit. But I believe I'm a spiritual person. I believe yeah. we're a part of the earth. I believe you know what I mean. I believe that. I just don't believe that when the stars align and the moon is outright that something's going to happen in my life. Christina says humans are literally made up of the elements of the scientific chart. It's true. Yeah, we're not arguing that. We're arguing the fucking stars aligning. But... I'm simply saying if we have have iron in... Zaynab is with me. She thinks it's bullshit too. (laughs) I definitely think that it's even more bullshit when she just said we made up of the... uh, the the what did she say? The, we're yeah, on the, the farm. Made up of the elements of the scientific chart. So we we got mercury. No, no. this is I understand what, what <laughs> we're saying is Chloe. All right, let me defend Chloe a little bit here. What Chloe is trying to say is that obviously we are all connected in the sense that there's only so many elements that make up the universe and the world. So we're mm-hmm. all gonna share something. I mean, even genetically, if DNA we share a lot with birds, reptiles. I mean, it's just the way things are. Yeah. Now that being yeah. said. I think that separating science from astrology in the sense that we're all connected scientifically DNA wise. However, astrology, I don't think that the moon of Jupiter and its existence and gravitational pull has anything to do with my career. Yes, that's the argument. The argument isn't that we're not made up of these things. My argument is not that whole. I'm not reading the newspaper and they're like, "You're a Taurus. If this happens, then this is not." That's bullshit. Well, yeah, but, see, but see, but see that. But that's also like the rudiment. That's like the basic understanding of of astrology. When you deal with like real astrologists, like they they actually look at the charts, like like how the ancients did. There's a woman that I follow um, on social media. Her name is, her handle is People's Oracle. And she has been doing these threads where she pinpoints things that the chart says is probably going to happen. And it's not like, it's not like super direct, like, so, you know, someone's going to fall and break their knee. It's not like that, but it's like when these things happen over the course of history, these things in our in the world tend to happen as well. So but it's like that's, but that's it because problem. history repeats itself. Right. Yes, because of astrology. Because no, but I think, no, I think what throws me off life. I, I think what throws life me life. off with astrology is everybody talks about what, how you're born, but then when you take any sort of astrology course, you recognize that astrology changes what every like two or so odd years, right? And so you're no you're no longer like once it's moving, you're no longer if you were Libra, you're no longer Libra the next three years, or you're no. Do you get what I'm saying? So even that just doesn't make total sense that you would base everything in your life. Off of oh, I was born April this, so now I'm a Taurus, and everything that they say, it's like no, because I, I, it's it's changed. Taurus is yeah. truly if you if they if they are going to really honor astrology in the way that you're saying, Chloe, then mm-hmm. every newspaper will be printing different birth dates and months for the signs every couple of years. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, I get what you're saying when it comes to birthdays. I think that's one aspect of it, um, which I think has definitely become commercialized. But when you talk but about- But I'm like, just saying that's the very thing that they use to oh, pinpoint yeah. your astrology. So yeah. yeah, that's true. I think it's I think it's just a it's a fun way to suspend yourself from the reality that's in front of you and allow you to think bigger and larger. But I don't think it actually has any scientific or realistic merit to it. Yeah. Um, Brooke says, so no one thinks the kids born during this tumultuous time um, won't have certain personality traits in the future. Yeah, but, but that's, that's not, not what we're saying. Yeah, but yeah. it's not because it's not because they're a Virgo, Brooke. It's just because they were born during the pandemic. Yeah, and it's but, just whatever but, but stress. All of that, yeah, that's what I'm it's going to be passed down, not because of astrology, <laughs> but because. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. Like what you're saying is what I'm saying. It's no, like, you're like talking. We're talking about astrology. You're talking elements. about astrology. Yeah, but you understand, like the elements. No, Chloe, you Earth, started off with telling us we need to align our GPS with the stars. No, yeah. I did not say that. I'm simply saying that what, like what you're saying, like the element around here, around us, like right here in the culture and society and politics, of course, is going to impact people. But on a grander scale, it's like if you if you zoom out of that picture, that is also reflected in astrology. That's what I'm saying. Well, I will say this to go back to the ancient cultures using astrology. It was they use the stars as mathematics for distance and to understand their distance from the sun to the earth and measurements. I mean, the Egyptians used the stars for everything. I mean, they had pools of still water to reflect so they could measure. It was all for math. It was all for math and science. I think we've lost i think this election showed it is that there's a lot of people who don't want to believe in science and i think it's really important to not lean into religion and astrology but to yeah. lean into science and doctors mm -hmm. well i just want to say um <laughs> <laughs> chloe really got red for phil you know what it is because i don't i think that the biggest thing that we've all learned or i've definitely learned is that like we don't have all the answers and i think mm -hmm. a large part of why we are in the situation we're in now is that because people don't have like conversation and like you know stand firm with their belief is and kind of hear what other people have to say so i hear what everybody's saying and i'm never trying to I, my goal is to never try to convince people mm -hmm. to think something that doesn't vibe well with them. But I also feel like it is so easy to think that the world is this small when it's really so many other factors that come into play. And so I think for me, I've been really trying to step out, you know, like somebody made the analogy, like when you're looking at a picture, you only see what's right here. But when you step out, you can see the larger thing. And I think mm -hmm. 2020 for me has been like, I've been so like before the pandemic, it was like, my book is coming out. I'm so focused on my book tour. I'm going to go do this and I'm going to meet all these goals. And then I'm going to, you know, I'm going to like take my career in a new direction. Like I had all these like pinpoint exact things that I wanted to do. And of course that fell by the wayside. And so now I had to take a step back and really look at the larger picture. And with that comes questioning what your belief system is, or, you know, trying to understand what's really important to you. And so I think for me, what I like about the concept of astrology is just understanding that there's so much bigger shit that comes into play, um, whether you believe in religious stuff or not. But all of it at its root is the same thing is that we as human beings understand that we are minuscule mm -hmm. and either we need to fall into where we fit into the larger picture or you try to reverse engineer it and be in control of it. And that never works. Yeah. And so that's why I kind of 
entertain these concepts to kind of help find my humanity and like put me in place. That makes sense. I do all that just not thinking I'm stardust. Oh my God, Monroe. <laughs> that was beautiful, Chloe. What you oh, said. Well, was very beautiful. Monroe, I wanted to say something too, but I said, I'm going to let her have this. Yeah, I'm like, I, I see the same thing. I, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm like, makes sense, but just not the whole. Monroe's like, we're not dropping the dust part. Yep. Listen, I want to say something. 2020 has showed us that all of this is a. Uh, is a circus and this video I feel like encapsulates not just this conversation we just had about astrology but everything that has been going on this year Tim pl play this video because I'm trying to master life the way this man mastered this uh circuit he oh he killed this one yeah. remember mousetrap this is mousetrap this yeah. is the human version of mousetrap first of all I don't know how he jumps on yoga balls because right there I would have bust my ass I don't know how he rolls on a barbell oh, and, a, and a medicine yeah. ball and goes to a bike like this obstacle course first of all who set this up yeah how do you step on 45 pound plates yeah Listen, I, I hate to say it, but this is some white shit right here. Like, oh, absolutely. To have the luxury, the time, and the space. I felt like that was the easiest, like, out of all the shit he just did. I was like, that seemed kind of easy for him to do. What? We also preface that this is very straight shit, too. Like, this. You don't think he's gay? That's the landing. Absolutely not. No, you don't think he's repressed? And he did it with the mask on. I was about to say that's the most impressive part that he kept yeah. that mask on. I'll be trying yeah. to go for a jog and I'll be like, Ugh. Yeah. yeah, he kept that mask. <laughs> but my thing is, what, what was the point of keeping what was the point of keeping the mask on in, in the closed obstacle course? That's what I want to know. It was probably just was another yeah. you should do it. It was just another added thing. Mm. Yeah, and just yeah. the optics of it. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Like I'm doing this, but I'm still acknowledging that we're in a pandemic that is COVID. I'm still taking all possible precaution. Mm-hmm. So that way nobody could say, because you know, when you're doing something great, people love to be like, yeah, but he probably got COVID now too. Yeah, yeah that's true. I mean, listen, <laughs> I think we all have PTSD when it comes to face masks, because if I see something and there's no face mask, I have a lot of questions. Like, mm -hmm. like, like I even, I haven't posted many videos, like stand-up videos of mine recently, two reasons, because I dropped my external hard drive and I can't get it. But also because I know that I need to put in the caption that this was taped before now, because people were like, how come nobody got mask on? What you doing mm. with on the stage with no mask on? He'd be like, this is three years old, but people yeah. are just focused on masks. Yeah. yeah they so like to complain. Yeah. They do love to complain. Well, I have no complaints about this episode. Thank you all for helping me close out 2020 with a bang. I appreciate yeah. each and every one of you. I'm going to go around. I'll start with you, Zainab. Can you please let the people know where they can see you, support you in 2021? Um, in 2021, a new season of Upload on Amazon should come out. So if you haven't watched the first season on Amazon, watch it. Um, you can follow me on all social media platforms. It is Zainab Johnson, Z-A-I-N-A-B Johnson. My website is Zainab Johnson. That is where I put all my tour dates. So hopefully in 2021, when we get back to performing, it will fill right back up. Um, you can listen to my podcast. It's called Honest Tea with Z-H-O-N-E-S-T-E-A uh, with Z. And that's everywhere where you can get podcasts. And every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time via Facebook and YouTube, I do a relationship podcast with my co-host, Sydney Castillo. It is fun. Check us out. Dope. 
Mateo, what do you have for the people other than <laughs> pine and pine? Uh, a pen, a pen. First of all, Chloe, I just want to say, remember you and I talking to each other at the beginning of quarantine? We FaceTimed each other and you were like, should we cancel our spots this weekend at the cellar? And here we are nine months later. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Um, you can all follow me on Instagram at Mateo, M-A-T-T-E-O-L-A-N-E. Um, if you don't like pictures of naked men, don't follow me. But I also put a lot of my drawings up there. So, you know, it's give or take. And uh, yeah, you can listen to my podcast with Emma Wilman called Inside the Closet. It comes out every Thursday. Monroe, where can people and support Monroe, you? Monroe, you can support me at MonroeMartinComedy.com, Monroe Martin III on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And I have a podcast called No Need for Apologies with my co-host Derek Gaines, available on all platforms. And everybody is loving you all in the comments. Thank you to uh, my amazing audience. Thank you to our great panel this evening. Uh, I'll be talking to all of you because, you know, I love and adore each and every one of you. And now let me uh, talk to my folks here. Take care, y'all. I'll see y'all soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for being here. Appreciate it. Um, hey, folks. Hey, Club Americans. We did it. I just want to say this show has exceeded every expectation I had. I want to say shout out to Mary Pryor for kicking me in the butt and making sure that I launched this thing way back in June. Can you believe it? We've been doing the show since June. And because we've been doing the show since June, flying by the seat of our pants, Tim and I, we want to say thank you to all the folks who have supported us over these months. Um, who was rocking with us when we was four nights a week, Monday through Thursday, and coming here every Thursday. And I just want to say that going into 2021, um, I may pop up here and there, but I'm not doing full shows, that's for sure. And I am launching a new YouTube channel. So if you look in the description of this YouTube video, if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, you can see the link for the new channel. Don't get excited. There's nothing there yet. I'm just trying to get people to subscribe to it. So just go to the description of this video or podcast if you're listening, click on the link and please follow that new account. I already told y'all why, I gotta start a new one. There's no big crazy secret, but I need to start a new one so I can have more functionality. And in 2021, Tim and I are really excited to make this show grow. Um, if you have any suggestions, anything that you would like to see coming up next year, let us know. We're still gonna stick to one night, one night a week but we want to also like add other elements like we used to have when we were doing Monday through Thursday. I want to still touch on social issues, politics, all that stuff. So we're going to configure the show where it's still the funny, haha, roasting the headlines. But I also want to have a segment where I interview people from expert backgrounds, whether it's like legal, medical, all that great stuff, because there's so many great voices. And that's why I call the show Chloe Across America, because I want to include people who have impactful things to say. So with that, I just want to thank all of you for riding out with us. I am so excited to make this show grow. I'm so excited for all that is in store for each and every one of us. Um, I know this is a crazy trying time. I know the uh, holidays are around the corner and I cannot stress this enough. Uh, the coronavirus is real. Okay. Wear your face mask, get you some Lysol. They are now back on the shelves. So make sure you get you some Lysol. Um, also make sure that you tell people that you love them because we don't know what the day will bring. And if please, if you're going to celebrate Thanksgiving, make sure you're doing it with the people who you've already been around. I cannot stress this enough. The, um, uh, cases are going up. 
all across the country. And even if you've been safe all this time, people are getting forgetful. They're getting overwhelmed with the holidays. People are not wearing their masks as much as they should be. Places are starting to shut down or refusing to shut down for political reasons. So take care of yourself, take care of your family so that we can see each and every one of you in 2021. Tim, would you like to come up here and say anything for the last episode of Chloe Cross America for 2020? Well, I would, but um, I was supposed to do the show, but you said now it's the last show. So I guess no, my I'm I'm not doing the show. You can do the show. Oh, I can like sneak in here and and but you can't tell everybody that it's the last show though. I'm saying that I I'm not doing I'm not doing a show. But Tim, we've been saying this for the past four weeks that you're going to take over the show. It's confusing though. No, it's not. You're confusing me because you're too analytical. It's very clear. Chloe is going on a vacation. She's taking a break. Tim has already said for several weeks that he's going to debo the show. It's very on brand for you to just pop up. Nobody is confused. All right. So we won't be here for Thanksgiving, but in December, there's going to be special episodes. Five shows. There you go. Five shows. There you go. All right. I, I'm gonna so, hold you to it. I'm gonna tune in. I can't hold me it. nothing because I mean you you know how I go. I'm gonna All do right. it. Right. Yes, and people are excited to and see you, you do and, it. And you're gonna be like, damn, why can't my show be like that? Oh, you're trying to outdo me. Let me tell you something. First of all, I hope you bring the heat. I hope you bring the heat. I hope you bring the heat. Because when we come back next year, you already know. First of all, Tim is trying to be competitive with me. When everything that Tim does, we talk about it. And everything I do, he talks about. So you ain't popping no surprise on me. No surprises. All I can say is this. For, for next year, we are aiming better and bigger and better. This is the theme for 2021, y'all. There you go. We move. We both sitting here doing it. We moving up. Twenty twenty one. We moving up. We we are we are we are grounding ourselves and the things that are working for us. We are gonna make everything just that much more better. So, with that, Tim, I want to say thank you for helping me bring this show to the people and all that you do behind the scenes. I greatly appreciate you, and I'll be seeing you sooner than later. But to everybody else, I'll see y'all in twenty twenty one. So, with that, we saying goodbye. Bye. Bye. Man, what are your thoughts? <clears throat> it's, um... Well, it's easier to be a parent this morning. It's easier to be a dad. It's easier to tell your kids character matters. It matters. Telling the truth matters. Being a good person matters. And it's easier for a whole lot of people. If you're Muslim in this country, you, you, you don't have to worry if the president doesn't want you here. You don't have to worry if the president's going to be happier to have babies snatched away or send, send dreamers back for no reason. Reason. <laughs>